This episode is brought to you by Crunchyroll, aka the best way for you to inject wacky Japanese cartoons directly into your brain using the internet and your eyeballs. Yes, dear listeners, by wacky Japanese cartoons, I am, in fact, referring to the anime. Crunchyroll gives you unlimited access to a ton of amazing top quality anime series, such as Polar Bear Cafe, which is about a bunch of wild animals that have somehow started a coffee shop. Do they maul the customers and defecate everywhere, or do they just have a bunch of totally chill and adorable misadventures? You have to watch the show to find out for yourself. Or, you know, you can watch some other shows on Crunchyroll where people yell at each other and stuff blows up, like Attack on Titan and Kill a Kill. Whatever you like, it's all available for just $6.95 a month, but if you go to Crunchyroll.com slash comedy button and sign up today you will get your first 30 days absolutely free kawaii hey comedy button listener look down at your hands is there food in it there probably is is that food less than five dollars or equal to five dollars it probably is instead of throwing money away on trash it's going to form into shit in your body and then you're going to poop it out you should put that money onto patreon.com slash comedy button where five dollars a month will get you every episode early and ad free that's some shit that your ears can use over and over again good shit from us no more shit for your body here we fucking are again it's the comedy button i'm anthony gallegos joining me is brian altano Scott Bromley. <laughs> What's going on? Internet. Ryan Scott. Hack the planet. What? Uh, and Max Goville. Ryan yeah. already said the dumbest thing. You can't. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. I was gonna. I was gonna say something about. You know, we. I think we might have touched on this, Brian. Looking at you uh-huh. uh, in that reading rainbow theme song. This is your worst intro. When they when they go on about how like yeah. you know a butterfly in the sky, I can go twice as high. That's about what seven eight feet in there. I yeah. did talk about this on the show. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's actually a low roof. That's fucked off. I had a I had a butterfly problem the other day. It was one of them in my yard. <laughs> Get out! But of I here. Uh, I sprayed it with the hose. Those are resilient resilient animals. Hey Max, have you fixed your yard? You know uh, a, so no. You know it's a no. drought, right? So can I explain something to you? You didn't have a butterfly problem in your yard. You have a yard problem that happened to have a butterfly. <laughs> this, is in my, in my, in my, this is in my backyard, which we have a problem. There is a there's a concrete wall that has some vines growing out of it. And are you sure they're not snakes? There's a cat. Not yet. I'm not, but there. There's a cat that lives in that fucking in the in the wall, and it comes out at night and it goes to the windows and fucks with my cat. And my, we'll hear my cat get up on the on the window sill and just goosebumps and start, <laughs> She'll start punching the window, and it sounds like somebody ringing a little gong because she just starts like wailing on the glass. But she has she's never dealt with the cats before, so she just flips out on this yep. on this fucking this window. And it's like, bong, 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 and then like a lot of hissing and yowling. You live in a pop-up book. It's fucking, yeah. That's your problem. Pretty much. But the cat, we're trying to like, what, they're like, well, they're like, this is our property. Like, what do we do with the cat that lives in the wall? Like, we, and everyone's knee-jerk reaction, of course, is like, kill it. Put a dog in the wall. That, that's everyone's, who do you talk I to? I hang out with this? really dumb people who yeah. watch Always Sunny. Um, but I, I was, uh, I was again, I was, I was watering. I, I do a lot of watering. I have my hose out, mostly for spraying moths and you butterflies. Shouldn't be doing any, you shouldn't be doing a lot of water. I was watering my vines. You don't have vines. I have some vines. You have weeds. Those are not yours. <laughs> those, those Max, congratulations on your Steve Irwin fantasy. Yeah, but the cat came jumping out. I just blasted it with the hose, and I'm like, yeah, get on down the driveway now. I don't want you in my property. I'm wearing so many letters now. <laughs> I sprayed a fucking feral cat with a hose. What do you want? I've been it hanging out in my, in my garage. Multiply. I've been hanging out in my garage in my house a lot lately. And you mean when cat I, when I get, sanctuary? Yeah, and so when I go out there and hang out... Yeah, because it doesn't have like a proper ceiling in it. It has a proper roof, but not a proper ceiling. I can constantly hear the cats walking and fighting 
on top of it. Meanwhile, my cat just sits inside and freaks the fuck out. Because there are cats battling on top of the rooftop. Are you sure you're not like a warg and you're like tapping into your cat's mind? Because like you're in the garage and the cat, your cat's in the house and you're like, you're like, I, I hear the cats on the roof. I can hear through the ceiling. Like, they're up there. They're fighting. <laughs> I love They call it. to me. My neighborhood is a constant war zone of animals. It's a constant, I, really? Yeah, it's the, it's the first place I've ever worked, uh, lived where I've had to do the thing where you, like... Thank you. Where you have to do the thing where you get up in the middle of the night to go break up a cat fight. Like, you know, you always hear about people, like, you always see the New York City trope of, like, people throwing shit down in the alleyway to make cats run off because they're fighting. Usually a boot? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, a boot. And in my neighborhood, yeah. I have had to wake up multiple times and be like and go outside and be like all right cats break it up the how do you break up over. a cat fight what do you throw at a cat fight you run it a them. dog let me tell you you should get a hose <laughs> actually and scott's not wrong sometimes i let our little dog out at them too and they just go running for their lives so <laughs> let it be said that sounds all that sounds like a like a goddamn pain in the ass i would just i would just go out there with the biggest speakers i could find and just play the heathcliff theme song at them that's all you about the time i, I guess I, i'm crazy i think i killed a mouse with wu-tang no. Was that on this show? No, you never no. told me that. I would remember the story. Like, okay, so I like I, at the house I lived in Sonoma when I was like in high school. Uh, kind of an old house. It wasn't like particularly like full of mice. I think I saw like two mice there at the time I was like growing up there. Like, seven years I lived there. Uh, one of those times, this mouse um, was in my bedroom and it and it was just running around or like it ran out from under the bed. And I was like, a fucking mouse. He's causing a motherfucking ruckus. Where is it going to go? And it ran directly under my subwoofer that was hooked up to my, my computer. And I was like, how do I make it leave from underneath there? So you just turn up the bass. Turn up the bass. The RZA, I, the JZA, old dirty bastard, the Method Man. I, I, I put on the, I put on 36 chambers and I turned the bass up as loud as it would go. Yeah. And I like stood there for like two songs and this was like, is the mouse going to come running out? So my ears are actually extremely sensitive. They are capable of, of uh, actually hearing all 36 chambers. <laughs> Well, Humans can only hear about twelve to fourteen. So I felt really bad because, like, after this happened, I was like, "I was like, did the mouse just like run through the wall or something?" No, you and made. I, you- and I lift up the subwoofer, and the mouse is just sitting, just sitting there, perfectly still. And I was like, "Is it alive?" <laughs> and I like touched it, and it just like very slowly just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just made Fuck. a mouse superhero. He got had con- to overcome his hearing adversity or something like that. No, he got he got contact high off off of method. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got a mouse high with rap. <laughs> <laughs> Did we? Uh, some reason this. this story occurred to me again we we might talk about the show did we ever talk about the show about when i worked at ign and you had a game that you were supposed to review and we and and we you never reviewed it because of what you did to it yeah i yeah. feel like the statute of limitations has passed what? on that so it's okay what? we never talked about this no no so i wasn't actually supposed to review a game but uh you some... said you were no here's what happened because this <laughs> this is very this and you, ryan you you know about this from the old the old video game publication journalism days where you would walk up to somebody and be like hey do you like adventure do you like zelda <laughs> they'd be like yeah and they'd be like cool here's like back in wiki here yeah no here's like hey. something you've never even heard of before. yeah That's i think cool. someone walked yeah. over to brian and was like do you like having friends over and playing games with them and I was like, yeah, sure. Here's Carnival Party 6. That's exactly. It was, it was like Oops, that. Prank Party. <laughs> Oops, Oops, Prank Party. Prank party. The then Nintendo that's the kind editor. of stuff I used to pull on interns. Well, I was sitting like, at my desk for ages in the Nintendo That's a editor. search term on Pornhub. And so, and so one day, Brian, I came over and I was like, what is this doing on your desk? And he's like, I'm supposed to review it. And I was like, yeah, fuck that. And I just discussed it. And it, it flew into the wall and shattered into pieces. <laughs> And, and that was not my intent. Just like that no, one. Not time. only did it fly into the wall, it flew behind the wall. I just have a bad <laughs> habit of like, 
You know, like sometimes when I'm trying to make a goofy point that I'll throw something too hard or something. Like one time I threw my belt, my bouncy ball that I used to sit on so hard that it almost made a TV fall over. No, I gotta say, like, I, I love you. I feel like the show, the, the cast of the show has calmed down a lot. Our recordings have calmed down a lot since a, we've gotten older, and B, we stopped commuting here in your car. Because <laughs> you used to, you used to, you would road rage like crazy. And I think now probably more than ever, right? Because you're not in, you know, hippie town anymore. It took yeah. two hours to well, get so here. So much today. of it was like kind of a, it was like a, it's like a, a, a performance, yeah. sort of. But it was also like, how much of this is you being crazy? And like, you'd just be driving this big old gold car. And you just, <laughs> and you'd just, you'd just, we'd all be in the back and making fun of Ryan and shit. And you'd be like, fucking cyclist. And you'd pull into the, the, the you'd re- reach into your, in your the fucking door pocket and pull out like a World War II commando boot knife and just start scratching your forehead and be like, you fucking idiots. And I'm we'd say, be like, we're like, all right. That's a really good Anthony I mean, impression. I've, I've been record, I've been, Anthony, I've been recording with, with, with you for what, six years now? How long have we been doing shows? Yeah, like six together? years. Six years? Which is fucking crazy. I know. Even think it's going to be four, four years of this show in, in October. In a year, yeah. I will have spent just as much time talking to Anthony into a microphone as I did in middle school and high school combined, which is, just blows my fucking mind. But I feel like I know you the least out of anybody in this room. What? Yeah. Totally, hundred percent. Kidding me? You know why? Because I feel like you have not the most, not the most secrets, but you are the biggest wild card out of anybody here. That makes you're also the biggest that wild way. cat. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I don't mean you have to take it like it. Uh, no, I'm it immensely sad. Why? Because that's a sad thing. You should feel like you know me. We no, spent I know a you, lot of time in the car. I, I know you together. Ve- I know you very, very well. Every morning. But if we were judging you in the car, because you we have were a judging, knife. If we were judging you purely by the car, your life is Star Wars audiobooks, World War II boot knives, and trying to run over pedestrians. No, like I. Here's the thing. I I can. Everybody's shit. I kind of understand. Right. Right. Scott's like a middle-aged man that collects pinball tables and loves old shit more than new shit because the new shit's not good. But occasionally he gets into the new shit. Kind of ironic. But I think he he likes it secretly. I no, I outwardly enjoy it. Okay, Scott, you're gonna be one of those one of those really old men who just who seems real gay. How is that different from how I am now? I mean, more so. Like you're gonna you're gonna kind of crystallize there. I think. Where you meet this guy, like, and, you know, Jim like, Jay Bullock. How come you're you gonna have like a, you're gonna have like wife. fucking Crocs on, and you're gonna and you're gonna be like you're gonna show up in your in your your fucking weird little European car, and you're like you hop out, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh boy, the latest pinball parts are in. I'm excited, <laughs> and everyone's like, huh. I mean that's cool either way, you know. Like nobody, nobody's upset about it because you're like, you know, you're you're nice to you're nice to be around. Yeah, yeah. But everyone's gonna be sort of like, what's up with that? And then you're gonna be like, this is my wife. And everyone's gonna be like, what? Weird, huh? You liar. Somebody's gonna go home from their from their weird retail job at like a pinball supply thing. And they're gonna be like, that guy I always tell you about, he's got a wife. Yeah, she's good looking. I don't know what he did. I don't know what's up with that. Like people yeah. are going to see you and they're going to see your wife 10 years from now mm-hmm. and they're going to think your wife is the kind of person who stands outside of a wedding smoking a cigarette being like, fucking guys and fuck me. <laughs> and yeah. she's really beautiful and guys are hitting on her, but she's like, I'm not interested in you either. I don't trust anybody anymore. <laughs> yeah. And Ryan, you're the, you're the well, kind of guy uh, that you hooked up a VCR one way. I, whatever you say, I'm going to want to hurl something at you. Why? Why? Because <laughs> go ahead. Just proceed. <laughs> Once you hurl love at me. Once you, yeah, once you let us into your apartment to see it once. 
<laughs> maybe because you'll never come to Sunnyvale. If, if you offer us an opportunity to tour your apartment, I will be at Sunnyvale tomorrow. No, really? you're the you're the kind of guy you found like one you found one way that something worked once and you stuck with it forever. That has become <clears throat> your life philosophy, right? Like two days ago, we were trying to te- occasionally I text adjust. a photo of you and you emailed. Not really. It. You just buy you just buy new you know power strips. <laughs> You don't adjust. You just plug things in, newer things and older things. I adjust. I'm still troubled by this. That Why? You feel like you don't know me that no, well. No, I know you. I just feel like you're the biggest wild card here. You're the kind of guy where, like, as much as I think I know you, you're our, I wake up. You're, with, our, you're our Halloween. You're the only guy. So when Max will, Max will do weird shit, but it's all, like, it's all in this kind of box I understand, right? Like, Max will be like, hey, I found this cool dinosaur coloring book at the mall. And I'm like, that's a sentence you would say. I totally get that. Because, like, you grew up in an era where that was all fine, and your fiance's super into, like, weird dumb shit. You guys indulge each other with all your dumb shit, which is wonderful. Like, my wedding present for you and Jen is a giant trench coat so you guys can sit on each other's shoulders and go into places. Yeah. I totally got one. It was from my Gambit cosplay I never did. Yeah, I mean, you guys are basically the same person except for you're completely differently sized. Yeah. But you're the kind of guy, Anthony, where you could wake up one day and you could be like, I collect tomahawks now. And I'm like, I never saw that coming. You know what? No, I didn't. I would have been like, I knew it. Really? Yeah. I would have been like, I knew it. You, this looks like a man who would enjoy a nice tomahawk now and then. Or if he's like, he's like, I'm learning 17 different Native American languages. And I'm like, how, why? And you're like, well, because you know, like. Well, the Machupta tribe is quite interesting. Corn, corn is the foundation of the earth. And I'm like, oh, where is this coming from? And you're like, I got hit with a rock. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I, at home I'm pretty subdued. A lot of times I don't get too crazy and silly, but when I'm with my friends and stuff like that, if I feel like the situation, it's just, it's more of a coping mechanism of, man, things are feeling weird for me or everyone's not, I don't feel like everyone's having a good time. So I'll just do something fucking weird Mm -hmm. or something really potentially crazy because then everyone will either like it or we'll all just move on from where we are right now because it's fucking awful. And it's what I can't, that was terrible that I did that. I I love that. I love you. You get bored when things aren't kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, sort of, that's sort of like an obvious sort of statement, but like, I get bored by people that want. I get bored when everyone's okay with things just being okay. Like, so like that's what you know. So when you I, find me extraordinarily bored. No, but that's why I always did things like came whenever I came over to your desk, we threw those dumb, we threw all the letter openers we got at a box. Right, and we just threw, <laughs> that's because it, wait, what? wait, what happened? What did you guys do? We we set up like a a throwing knife range at Ryan's desk, <laughs> and we had every every letter opener game company sent us, and we just sit there and talk and t- take turns throwing all like yeah. throwing knives into a box. I think we got in trouble for that. one. We did, guy. yeah. But that's because know, Anthony, if you if you were a '90s video game character, <laughs> your idol animation would be like tearing the happy flowers out of the earth in the platforming game you're in. Yeah, like, well, you if you're in a place too long and it isn't like chaotic in some way you make it chaotic which yeah i like about you you're taking this the wrong way i'm not insulting you i'm not saying i don't know you as a person i'm just saying that you are by far the most mysterious you're the kind of guy like i literally don't know when you go home from here and then you go to see your girlfriend in your house with your cats on the roof and shit like that i don't know what you do i know what max is gonna I do. dance with the dog i know it's gonna do. i know what ryan's gonna do I, what am i gonna do <laughs> You're gonna like you're gonna turn on something in your apartment that takes 17 different switches to get the TV going. I'm kind of. And you're gonna be like, "There's a new dis- de- detective show that aired 45 years ago." I bet you walk in your house and it's like <laughs> the beginning of Back to the Future, but in reverse, and it's just the cleanup eggs. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm pretty predictable. I go home, I laugh at my own farts, and just you know, do- that's not that's not really predictable. I don't yeah, think anyone I, saw that I, coming no, there. Not at all. I think Ryan comes home and just fucks hard. I don't think Damn. so. 
don't think so. <laughs> I think he does. No. I think he comes through the door and he's like, I've been missing. I think he comes straight through the door. <laughs> There's probably like a weird safeguard <laughs> door they put, right put in place there, some drywall. Just... I think he gets it all out on the train on the way home. <laughs> no, I what think... the hell? <laughs> no, I think the train gives him time to think about what he's going to do. Uh, yeah. yeah. He just has all these weird fucked up scenarios in his head. Did I tell you guys about the time that Jen saw a guy beaten off on a train? No. No. This was, she was, uh, this is when we were going down to the fucking, uh, Paso Robles and. Oh, like, you yeah. did tell this story. Yeah, but he was in the bathroom. And she and, walked yeah, in on some guy, story, and I just yeah. picture the, the dude from fucking Metalocalypse with the long hair, like the one with it in his face, and I guess she just walked in, he's like leaning up against the wall, and he's like pounding off. He's like, shit! And just yeah. went back to her seat, you know? Yeah, I've seen people pounding off in the street too. Yeah, but it was on. The, it was in like a train bathroom, and just he didn't lock uh, the door. And I'm like, if you're gonna beat off on a train, you think you just lock the door? Unless yeah. you want to get caught. Ryan knows he's shaking yeah. his head in the affirmative. Yeah. Well, no, like Who, why, why would you not lock the door in that scenario? That's because, because you want to. I'll explain this to you because you're the type of guy that beats off on a train. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, the, okay, yeah, you're picturing Touché. a stairwell. You have to picture a guy that jumps logic. over the first four steps right. of that stairwell to start the stairwell at the fifth right. step. I'm what? thinking logic, and there is no logic yes. in this place. Like, yes, there's no logic. There's no, like, <laughs> right. number one, you got to close the door because people might come in. Number two, you got to make sure that – no, this guy's just like, number five, coming on the train. <laughs> there's no one through four. He goes straight to five, and that's that this train's 45 minutes long, but my inability to keep a fucking rope inside of me for that long. <laughs> Stop talking about ropes. <laughs> Stop with ropes. <laughs> I've watched this. I've watched this ropes thing come to fruition. <laughs> I mean, we're talking is, to Jesus. Is, is, is Brian really uh, into ropes fucking now? Shit. I want to just do. A, I want to just do a case study on Brian and how it, how I watch. I watch words kind of. Is like, it because Pride's coming up and there are a bunch of signs outside like, "Ooh, you can drink this and fucking rope out." Because <laughs> if you walk down through the Castro, every store has something promoting some some drink you can use to fucking rope out. Wow. Is that a thing? Is that what, it? Is real ropes? Thing. Yeah, ropes. You sh- fucking shoot ropes. I Max, know. I don't want to hear from you like you're some normal ass dude. You go walking down the halls at IGN, the world's biggest video game company, looking at me being like, oh, Mrs. Withers Withersnappers. <laughs> and you do your little dance and walk away. We're what? both fucking broken in the fucking brain. Oh, no, okay? totally. That's what it's, it it's, it's interesting because, like, you know, I, I'm used to coming in here with you, like, on a, on a Monday, Tuesday night, whatever, yeah. and you just open your mouth and, <laughs> all of all of the like, bunch this, of spiders fall out. All of the secret, <laughs> the secret levels of Mad Libs fall out. Like yep. just the, the the lost levels, and <laughs> it's weirder. Kind of watching you, sort of just. It's like if you gave uh, a kid with a rock tumbler a cat turd, and he's like, mm-hmm. mm, "I bet I could sell this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you used to you used to work at the fucking like you used to go to the you would basically go to the movie theater once a month, and now you you tear the tickets. <laughs> You're just like, "Oh fuck, I'm here all the time." Pretty much, and they're like, "Yeah, we actually uh, sometimes me and the popcorn lady we go back in the in the, in the screening room and fuck." <laughs> I think I figured out why I act the way I do, and it's that there are a lot of people when they get out of infancy, they lose that part of their brain that thinks like it's I shouldn't pull my shirt up and touch my belly and be like, look at my belly button, look at my belly button, look at my belly button. That's so true. That's but, that's exactly you. But so to me, I'm like occasionally I'm just like, look at this though, look at this though, look at that, <laughs> and I'm just like, and I don't understand that it's probably really fucking weird that I do that. You're a big baby. Sometimes, yeah, about some things, yeah, I'll be just a big, a big baby. I won't get it. Like I used to think it was really funny to do, and I also like if I perceive that people are really uncomfortable with something, then I want to find out how uncomfortable they are with it. Yeah. So like you know, I used to uh, Charles that I used to work with is like unemotional, so I used to like to fake that I was kissing him and stuff like that just to see if it would make him uncomfortable. 
And predictably it, it would. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I think part of it's that, and it's like that infancy part of my brain, though, so that still hasn't realized that I'm not immortal. You know what I mean? Like, so you're also you're a baby, but you're also not sure that you're not a Highlander. Yeah, I'm that just, sounds like a Britney Spears song. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm always convinced. <laughs> I'm always convinced. You know, it's like I can say something and I'm not going to get in a fight. And if I'm with friends, then I'm just like, oh well, we'll just kill anyone that messes with us. So I don't. So you got to keep people on their toes. I think that's important. M- minus all the murder stuff, that's probably you should never yeah. do that. That's. A, I'm never going to kill anybody, Brian. You got to kick that out of there. Sure. Vernacular. I'm a pacifist. So. Nope. You can even say that word right, so I'm worried about. <laughs> yeah. I'm worried about your the way you define it. Um, okay, but I'm glad you're my friends. All of yeah. you. It was fucked up. We were a bunch of strange we have, ass motherfuckers. We have a fun time. It's good. Mm-hmm. You go. You guys hear that that Britney Spears song where she's got the Titanic reference in the middle? Yeah. Oh yeah. She yeah. said, "I'll go down on you, and people will die." Like in the film Titanic. Well, no, there's like the man. Who, the line in the in the video. They're on Mars, and she's got like a weird Mars colony, and then and the, the astronaut comes up, and he's like, "Oh, hey, babe, I got you this," and it's the fucking necklace from Titanic. And she's oh, like, yeah. I she's the old lady threw it in the yeah. ocean at the end of the movie. And it's the weirdest thing because I feel like most people who are going to hear that are going to hear it kind of on the radio and they're going to be like, it's a pop song. And like, maybe you're not really thinking about Titanic. You don't really have that, that visual reference there. Well, they played a so train whistle. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I wonder if that was like the extent of, of Britney's creative involvement in her own songs. If she was like, she'd just seen Titanic when they were writing that song. And she was like, you should put the necklace from Titanic in there. And they're like, it's a song. No, Britney's a very smart person. She actually, she tackled slavery in one of her songs. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she really did. She took that she head on. She tackled the toxic waste. That's right. Toxicity. In and, um, um, she tackled the end of the world mm-hmm. in another song. Well, so... You guys know too much about Britney Spears. Are you kidding me? Oh, I got understood all those references. She's so, tackled, like, recently she's sorry, I've jerked off on the train. So, so like, <laughs> like the video, yeah. the video for Slave for You, that was like one of the first ones where it's like, oh, she's like, she's like, like slippery, openly slutty, right? Yeah, now. yeah. And that was the same time Christina was doing like the the like the Extina thing. Dirty. She's like, I'm gonna fuck yeah. some mud. And it's it's weird because like in the Dirty video, which is an amazing fucking video, she's like, first of all. I'm going to do UFC, but we're all going to be dressed like Global Guts contestants, and we're going to be covered in chocolate pudding, and yeah. we're going to fight each other. And then halfway through the song, for no reason, Red Man's going to show up, and he's going to punch out a guy in a dog costume. I don't think there was a time in human history where a person went from a phone call to a speeding car faster than when Red Man got the call, being like, do you want to go play in the fucking mud with Christina Aguilera for fucking three days? And we shoot a video about sex. They, they shot that video in real time, I think. Yeah. It was just everyone was just kind of like the cameraman kept getting mud in the camera. So there's these weird cuts. It's, there wasn't edited. Yeah. That was, they shot that in real time. Everyone was high on drugs. Yep. Meanwhile, the fucking the Britney Slave for you one. If you watch it, everyone's kind of keeping their distance from Britney. Like a like a scene in a movie where they've got like a live animal on set. And they're like, there's somebody watching off camera with a tranquilizer gun. But like, <laughs> we still sort of got to be careful. Meanwhile, like Christina's just like. I'm going to have mud fights with Redman and that dog that he punched. I'm going to go kiss it later. But we're first, I'm going to make out with eight girls. And you're like, wow, Christina's like, she's, she's out of her fucking mind. Yep. Yep. I don't know. It's I love that. It's time for her arrival. Britney scares the shit out of me. Like, no, still? Absolute, no, still. I, she, she is a, she's a robot. Dude, her Instagram is the weirdest fucking thing. <laughs> Yeah. Because it'll be literally a picture of her dad doing yoga on a fucking awning in some weird, like, large estate. It'll be like, Daddy's up doing a salute to the sun on top of this the gazebo. And you're like, huh? <laughs> I have a problem with billionaires that still buy Starbucks. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what are they supposed to buy if they're just out and about? 
<laughs> I'd totally buy Starbucks. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, you, I mean, you're, you're like a. If I was a billionaire, I'd, I'd, you'd, I'd walk around looking just like you see me now. That's, oh, that's well, no you're fucking a, kidding. Yeah, yeah, you're a man after Sam well, Walton's you, you heart. Wouldn't, you wouldn't be a billionaire the way she's a billionaire. You wouldn't be a sex symbol. I wouldn't be an insane lunatic billionaire. Oh yes, oh, you I would. Think you would. Yes, you I would. Think you would buy a fucking replica Optimus Prime and put them on your front lawn. I think you would just no. have you have just as many no. pee jars in your apartment as you do right now. <laughs> so zero. <laughs> I mean, you would have plus a, zero plus yeah. a one in the front. That's a hundred. I've always imagined at least three empty fish tanks in your home. If you were a billionaire, you would have three rooms. Now Ryan's insanity honestly doesn't extend to himself. It would just be weird shit to spoil his wife. Like she would have a closet for her person. Oh, I just can't. Oh, I can't oh, yeah, I would. I, I can't imagine being rich enough that you're not just like I. I have someone that makes really good coffee for me. That's one of the things I would take. Yeah, care of. Starbucks. Like, There's Starbucks. Really? No, but Britney Spears no, specifically no, is the type of person that is like, hey y'all. They got a new uh, fucking Saint Saint Patty's s'more latte in there. Yeah, <laughs> and then she would stop with like sixteen kids, and they people would be in line like, "What's going on?" I'll again? go. I'll rock out a s'mores frappuccino. Hell I, yeah. I also don't understand why why rich yeah. people drive their own cars when they get drunk. I think that's the fucking dumbest thing in the world. Oh, uh, well, yeah, yeah. that makes you ever no seen sense. Death Race two thousand? Yeah, <clears throat> which one? Yeah. The I mean, that's kind of, I think that's kind of what it is. Is, is there some kind of thing where it's like, there's these signs they got up all over like the East Bay that it just has like the letters DUI crossed out and then it just says, you can't afford it, which is like kind of like how drunk was the person designing that? Cause it gets the point across, but it's also sort of ham fisted. Sure. Uh, but it's like, but yeah, but what if you can? What if you're fucking, what if you're Elon Musk and you're just out just like, just, trawling for blood like mm-hmm. <laughs> you just you want to fucking you want to mangle a tesla and you're like i made these fuckers like i think i think that they're like dui advertising is is getting it all wrong they're up they're upplaying the fact that you're ruining lives and killing people and destroying your own life they're downplaying how fun it is to get trashed on public transportation <laughs> oh, <laughs> like that's God, a, that's one of the smartest things you've ever said thank you very much i really feel like that's something they should really push like foot forward instead of being like don't get drunk in a car. They, be, they should be like, do get drunk on the bus because it's great. I want to see a, a thing also, that's like a side-by-side on a billboard and one's you throwing up in your own car and the next day yeah. cleaning while crying and then in the way other ones, let it be our problem, Muni, and it's just so you can yeah. see. <laughs> like, do you want to be, be the drunkest guy in your car or the 80th drunkest person <laughs> on the bus? See, I've always found it challenging, at least in this city, to be drunk on public transit because it's just, for me, a battle when I'm so hammered and I need to get on a train to go home. It's just a battle to stay awake. And I'm afraid that I'll just wake up at the end of the line and be like, oh, fuck. I've, I've done that. I've done that. I've done How that. do I get home? That's great. It's awesome. You wake up and you're like, did I die? And you don't know for sure that you didn't. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've done that except without the alcohol. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously, uh, drunk driving is the worst thing you could ever do in the world. And a lot, most, you know, most people that do it, I don't think they do it because it's thrilling and fun. I think they do it because it's they just got like... a problem. It, well, they have a problem, but it's also, like, kind of culturally accepted. Oh, it is. I, so, so I won't name names. Yeah. But a person I dated at one point in time had been arrested for a DUI. Did she live in an area where it was like there wasn't a lot of public transportation? So when she went in for a job interview, kind of, when she went in for a job interview, they're like, oh, you know, we see that you have a felony on your record as they, you have to list. And they were like, what's up with the felony? And she's like, ah, it's a DUI. And they're just like, who cares? Okay, now we'll hire you. Like, you know what I mean? But it's like, that's, it's like one of those things that culturally people just, yeah. you just write it off because it's right. like well, fucking, I mean, America, it, it follows you for years. America, oh yeah, as it, as it, as it should. 
Well, as yeah, it should. Yeah. Like, it's basically like, hey, you almost killed a bunch of people once. I mean, yeah. America's idiot. Really fucking weird about this kind of stuff. Like, you can drive when you're 16. You can join the army, buy a house, uh, get tried in as as an adult when you're 13. when you're 18. You're 13, but if you're you black. can't have you can't have. Oh. It's true. I didn't make up the law. Ouch. Uh, you can't have a fucking beer Comedy until you're 21. Button. You know. Yeah, like that's really backwards, and it was like it. You see, like the weird, inconsistent kind of drinking ages across the country, you know, or that like for most of the country for the longest time, like you couldn't, you couldn't smoke, you couldn't smoke a, a hit of weed, but you could get blacked out drunk at a bar, and no one would cut you off. Well, yeah, in you, Texas, I think you'd still get you know arrested for having like an ounce of weed, but you can still go to a drive-through margarita yeah. bar. Yeah, and I think well, a lot also, of people. We also had prohibition. Like we had prohibition at one point. Like. I I should I should maybe know this, but like, has any other country ever done that where they've been like, no, no drinking, no they have. Hold not. on, never mind. Sorry about that. And like in that time, like the automobile was fucking invented, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, of course we're gonna have a bunch of fucking DUIs. We've got a, a, a country that's founded around infrastructure that was kind of backed by the automobile industry. See, and that's what bums me out is that I wasn't. I wasn't part of that like magical fucking crazy ass Planet of the Apes time where there were no cars, but you could still get trash, which means you had to get drunk on or in or near a horse. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. Could you imagine just getting blacked out drunk and just being like, I'm going to get on a fucking animal and go home. How yeah, so, fucking awesome is that? So every time I slap its leg and it's just like, and it knows where to go. Every time I've seen one of the, one of the Transformers movies, I've been, like very drunk and ironically like Shia LaBeouf was one of those people who had like a pretty like public DUI but like the best thing in there is like if you're in college and you're shit faced and your car is your friend and you get in your car and you're like Bobble me take me home and he plays you like two Bismarcky lyrics and then like yeah. a, a Gwen Stefani sample and you're like I think that's a yes and he just <laughs> drives you home a horse is the closest he's like thing brought you- to you by Verizon <laughs> yeah. uh, and then, but like a ho- like having a horse it's like the closest thing to that because it's like an animal it's gonna be like oh like I'm not gonna go off a cliff I'm not gonna go towards that other car or other horse or whatever. Like it's gonna be like, get the you're fucking stupid. Get off. And if you when when you like, it might buck you, but that shit you do like that people do when they get like fucking drunk and affectionate and they so cars are the worst. They're just like they're just like I had a fucking had the best night, Mister Horse, and he's like, love that sound. And he walk he walks to like his feed bag where he lives, and it's where you live. He can't get lost because he's a horse. I've never heard a story about a horse getting lost on the way home. I would have him. It doesn't happen. It's true. They know exactly where to go. I fucking miss that. I feel like that's what should happen. You, you miss that. I miss. I miss the fact that I. I missed the fact that I don't live in a world where I can go to a bar, get fucked up, and get on a horse and go home. I, I think that sucks. That I'll never. I'll never get to do that in my life. Yeah, you ever. get to go home in your bet with your best friend. You'll have your self-driving Google car. They should just breed. I don't really want self-driving like super car. big dogs. The big dogs that can just cook for you see that that'd be great too you get fucked up in alaska and you go outside and there's 12 dogs or nine because three froze gary paulson stole they, two of them yeah and they and you slap one or whatever you yell like a thing and they bring you home oh yeah can we get can we get a fast and the furious type series that's based on sled dog racing <laughs> <laughs> it's probably going to be an anime if anything i think it's a great idea i mean yeah i i actually you know it's funny because t- just today I had an encounter with someone riding a horse. Um, what are you was, talking about? Was he a time traveler? I was out. I went out. Did he a ride sheriff? a pale horse? I went out uh, and went on a brief walk in nature, and during which time I walked on a, a hike? Yeah. And I walked on a trail. 
I walked on a horse trail, but no one ever brings their horses there except for this one lady. And what really pissed me off about this lady is she wouldn't shut up. She kept talking to us, and we had to keep yelling to her on her horse, even though she kept riding far away. So she was like turned around, full saddle dust, just talking. Dude, but, are you are you actually paraphrasing the Book of Revelations right now? Because I'm just I'm getting that vibe. No, this 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 happened. She asked us about. <laughs> and then there was two. a trail, but there was no one there. And there was a woman on a horse, but she was <laughs> faced away from me. She asked. She us was a, in the midst of a great sea. She asked. Beside I, her was an ocean of snakes. I looked she, down, and there was all an of the snakes were sad and pissed off at me specifically. There was a second tra- set of horse tracks that was. Pegasus. <laughs> she, was, she, she asked us to... Uh, she just, no, she threw up in my talk. own hands and the sea turned to ash. She just wanted to talk to us about our dumb dog. Oh. That's all. But yeah, just, you know, I'm saying, but it was cool. Dude, a, 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 a lady on a horse, like, pulling over to talk to you about your dog is like... If a guy driving a car pulled over and be like, Hey, how's that Razor scooter treating you? What's, what's up with that? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just like, you know, I know we talk about about horses on this show a lot. Are you that's, sure? That's an understatement. Do you, do you know that? <laughs> no, but I feel like I I think that they're really they're really a great species because they're the only animal that really that we were just like we're not going to eat you we're going to ride you they're the only one they're literally I mean there's donkeys uh, I mean, kind of but no one gives a shit about donkeys hey just animals. today I was talking about adopting a donkey you're an, what the what? Fuck? <laughs> wait, wait, wait 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 that's proving everything Hold Brian said earlier sure. wait yeah. wait See? you were gonna were you gonna See? Legitimately, this is what I'm talking about. Order a donkey. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Have it in your backyard to fucking break up cat fights. No, it's the, just that uh, just after we, they're cool. After we saw the horse, my girlfriend was like, "It'd be fun to have a horse." Dude, you and get I was a fucking, you get a rooster, you get yourself. And I was like, I was like, I think I'd rather have a donkey someday <laughs> that I can just walk, like walk a trail with, like Don Quixote or something. You know, just fucking walk with this donkey yeah, you around. Fucking walk through a trail, and everyone's like, "Oh, you, holy shit!" Uh, Juan I, Valdez really. Is I want to. I want to call. Beans. I want to call Max out on something because he said that he works with me so much that. He Hears me, he hears me talk about horses and ropes and <laughs> Yoda it's, snake. It's fucking Yoda I, snake. Max, it's Max, ropes. Yoda snake. William Howard Taft. That's about it. You bring up the Bremingtown musicians <laughs> probably four times a week. That's a great. That's a great story. If you've never heard of the Bremingtown musicians, they're a group of animals that stacked on top of each other and trick human beings into paying the money. Literally, to that they're in the band. The precursor to every supergroup and every single Voltron-related <laughs> robot. Four different, like every Megazord. And what is it? It's a dog, a cat, and a rooster. It's a, bunch of, it's a bunch of fucking animals that didn't want to get mugged, so they decided to stack on top of each other like some <laughs> shitty free-to-play puzzle game. You know, and, you, and then robbers were like, what the fuck is that? A manacord? It was just like a, like a donkey with a dog on the back of it with a cat on top of that and a rooster on that. And they're just going on the street just like, <laughs> and all the burglars were like, we cannot be doing this anymore. Also, we probably have uh, botulism. If, if there was a 2015 remix of that stack of animals, everyone would shoot it. <laughs> for thousands of years, man has searched for sound. What has he found, he asked, to a woman who responded with her sounds of her own. She said it, a sight on a planet in a different moon in a foreign land in a place called www.tweakedaudio.com. A discount code of Geekbox was projected across the stars. It gave listeners 33% off of any purchases and free worldwide shipping. Sounds that were available in several colors, styles, and flavors 
were finally available to penetrate his ears. Those are ears. Not an ears. That is a different world. They are in mic'd and non-mic'd versions and designed to sound great for music and talk, he asked. And she said to her, Look at my boobies. And he said, I have a penis. How cool is that? And she said, It's pretty gross. And man and woman were dis- destined to be different. In space, in a world where tangles and headphones and jimmies and ropes would never cross once. And that's when the noise was reduced. And tweaked audio saying, I can't do this. I can't. Tweaked audio. What's going on with your earlobes? What you having now? It sounds inside of your words. What you hit? You know, we recorded an episode the other day where I talked about how I was really into conspiracy theories and stuff briefly. And it, it reminded me too. God bless my girlfriend. Like that's one of the things about living with me that you guys never did encounter is that I just want to talk to you for like 20 minutes about but they say there's aliens on the moon and that there's a cannon there and it might fire on us. Like, I totally go on those dumb little kid, like, uh-huh, uh-huh, fucking tangents. Did I she don't... say that to you or you said that to her? No, it's definitely the other way around where she'll have to be like, I'm honestly not interested in this, so I'll shut up. She'll, she'll say to you like that. Don't we all do this to sparing degrees? No, I, I get that from, I get that from my wife all the time where she's just like, Shut up. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> it happens when I try and show her game trailers a lot. I'm like, look at this game. It's going to be so cool. And she's like, you sneak around people behind them just like every other video. No, I had that I had that with the episode 7 trailer where I came back from like four days of literally celebrating it. And I walked in. I was like, honey, you got to watch this. And I put it on my TV. It was a giant television. Put all the, the volume up. And she's like, they look so old. Yeah. Why are they still fighting? Yeah. And I was like, I don't have answers for you. <laughs> No, that's that's me, it's called the, Star Wars. They make the stars of the film fight each other, or that's the end. That's, that's <laughs> the me, end. but in the opposite, when she tries to explain her day, mm-hmm. it's kind of like listening to someone explain their dreams. Yep, where you don't understand anything that they're saying, but also kind of don't care. Because you don't care. Well, I mean, I care about her day, but I, it's fucking depressing. So I don't want to hear it. So, like, yeah, I get I get dentistry. Yeah. Which is which is sometimes interesting. And then, like occasionally you get that that one like weird story where it's I like, found a snail. <laughs> yeah, today I uh, I I the the guy came in and he had this weird this weird uh, lopsided chin and then I had to do a thing on him and it pus squirted on the ceiling and you're just like what in fuck like what yeah what yeah. In, what in fuck shit exactly See, that fuck shit swears I, I i actually i'm really fascinated by that because jen specifically is one of the most fascinating people in the world when she's grossed out by something like i love her like i love hearing yeah, her i don't talking. know how she does that i know i've been at your house where she's just been like th- th- we saw we there was this thing and it was ugh, it, max it was just the most disgusting and then she'll go <laughs> and yeah. actually almost yeah. throw up like she'll deal with she'll deal with peppers having shitty worms Run around the house like a like a like a cartoon character seeing a mouse, but then be like <laughs> that dude's no. jaw squirted out pus. That was cool. yeah. No, it's it's I don't I don't know how she how she does that, but like uh, it, it's 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 fucking weird. Like I'm trying to think of something stupid that grosses her out, but like I've watched her rip out rotten teeth. <laughs> yeah, like I've I've seen I've there the two things it's like it's the 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 shit i saw in people's mouths when they're doing a mission trip in vietnam and the time the dog had worms are like the literally two gross like it's like hr giger paintings are like bad photocopies of what i was looking at you know right as someone who's at home all day with your wife do you guys still talk about your days to each other yeah 
I mean, a lot of times during the you know daytime, I'm in my office working, so I'm sort of. How what's your office like? Like kinda, I'm sort it's of kind of like that train where that dude. It's got all those off. PC game boxes, right? It has a bunch of those. It's got a boob mouse yeah. pad and no. a fucking lady pillow. Seen, I've shown you pictures of my office. I mean, I've is seen you on, you do, on is webcams. That, is that where you do the Google Hangouts? Is in your office? Once yeah. I once I submit enough tokens, you. And what's, what's your wife doing while you're in there? You're She's just, usually watching TV or something, or she'll go like Target or whatever. She's got a maid. <laughs> <laughs> Are you for real? She I can mean, do whatever. You you yeah. you. She's a maid. Yeah. No, she no. has it. She made. has a maid. Oh, she had. Oh, she had. No, he has a maid. Wait, you yeah. have you have a maid? No, he's he has saying a maid. She, His wife is. April. He's saying no. He, he is, has it. I said made. she has it made. Yeah, he's she saying has, like okay. she has yeah. it. Great. I was like, <clears throat> she doesn't. She kind of just stays like she doesn't work. Right? No, if like, she had a maid, then if she had, she's like, yeah, I've taken my my stipend and spent it on a maid. I'm gonna go to Target. <laughs> I'm getting some blouses, <laughs> idiot. That's. Have fun It'd with be your a little strange. No, that would be like Disney stepmother status. She'd be sitting there filing her nails, being like, ah. well, <laughs> although why not? Who cares? Yeah. You know, you don't do anything either. So who gives a shit? What? <laughs> you never cleaned a thing in your house in your life. I never what? Cleaned Clean. anything in your house in your life, except for your fucking hard drive. Yeah, well, that's not that's not true. That porn. Why well, don't I don't clean? Hey. It. I de I defrag. It's different. We reformat. <laughs> uh, so a, a letter. Do you have a letter? Yeah. A. Robert writes in a question that we get all too often, which I just wanted to kind of use as a branch. Who topic. would survive if you guys all had to fight in a zombie apocalypse? No, that'd be me. me. Okay. Who's got the coolest dick? That'd be me, because I know how to load a gun. Maybe Max. Dick? I think Ryan has the coolest <laughs> dick. I think Ryan's dick has a tattoo of sunglasses on the tip of it. I bet your what? dick looks like Sharky the Shark Dog from Eek the Cat. <laughs> I bet it looks like Pillsbury Crescent Rolls before you roll them out. Wow. So, John. All right. Robert writes in. And he says, uh, you guys talked about him going on holiday and being tourists on the show. He must be British. We don't go on holiday. Uh, Vacation, bitch. He says, and he says, I'm actually going to the USA for the first time. What am I going to do in San Francisco? In my lift tomorrow. Is a plane a lift? Anyways, he says. I think uh, it's an elevator in London. So he says, I'm going to San Francisco. I love how mad you are. And he says, it's tiny idiosyncrasies between cultures. Yeah, well, it's like they invented the language and then we made it better, and now they still put "us" in the. Yeah, we put words. we put gun emojis all over it. <laughs> so he says, uh, with all of you on the show, basically being locals, do you have any advice for a tourist coming to the Bay Area? And to what I want to say with this, oh, what I want to say is, we get now he said the Bay Area, but he's, but when, we get this all the time, right? And what I wanted to say, I wanted to say it on the show, so it'll put a fire under us, and we'll actually do it. Is that we've batted the idea around a lot of doing like a travel book. I yeah, wrote a sample chapter. I sent it to all of you. None of you responded. So that's no. I, res- I responded. I said. I said. Here's what I want to do. I gave. I gave this. I gave the uh, sample sections that we should. But do. I would love to do it. We should Everyone do asks it. us literally every single day. Somebody hits me up and they go, "I'm going to the Bay Area. What for should I do? What, what should I do? Where should I eat? What should I do? Blah blah blah." And we can tell you all of our favorite pizza places and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I could go and add nauseam with that. I, I would say just like instead of going into the sort of little intricacies of of where you should eat or what you should do. I would say just sort of culturally the difference here. Like we should probably get into that. That's a little more important. Just like getting around the city is pretty easy if you can get with the public transportation a little bit or I just, just don't use think, Uber when you get well, here. I feel like San Francisco doesn't have that many interesting neighborhoods but, to walk around though. Yeah, but the question that I've been Which asking ones? I mean, uh, I, I would Chinatown, Hate uh, Street, I like, Street. I like yeah. where you used to live. That's a fun, fun enough area. But Chinatown's okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's very trendy. I mean, I would start. I would start at the ballpark, and I would walk all the way uh, to. 
to Fisherman's Wharf, and then you get all your tourist bullshit out of the way in, that's a, really? in a half an hour. Fuck, really? Because I feel like that's like the worst. Um, I feel like that's a that's thirty a, minute really beautiful walk. You should it takes do. Thir- no, it takes thirty okay. minutes. It takes thirty minutes to walk from the ballpark to the ferry station, and then no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it I doesn't. did. I did it every morning. I did it every morning when I would take the ferry. It t- I clocked it. It was anyways. Minutes. That doesn't matter. It was thirty. It was a thirty. It's a, it's long a thirty walk. minute walk. It's and a long I was walk. Say and start then from the ferry building, it's another thirty minute walk the other direction to get. Start at the, the intersection okay. of Hate Street and Golden Gate Park and walk New up Hate Street. Show. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, we're getting into the weeds here. Yeah. I yeah. would say that if it's your first time here, you should absolutely see the water and you should right. walk along the, the pier a little bit and you should go see Fisherman's Wharf because it's really stupid and cartoony and beautiful and then you should never go back to it again. Yeah. Yeah. What I what I usually say to people in the Facebook group when they ask us that question now, instead of giving them uh, the bullet points that we always give everyone, I just say, what do you like? If you're asking me that specific of a question, what do you like? Because we can't answer this guy's question. Because yeah. if he doesn't like touristy bullshit, it opens up a completely different world that we need to answer. So, yeah. so <clears throat> if, but you, I feel, if I feel you do like... ask that answer before we read the book, tell us what you are into so we can tell The reason I tell people, start at the ballpark, walk to Fisherman's Wharf, and then from there, cut through North Beach, cut through Chinatown, go to Market Street, cut all the way up through the Castro, go to the Mission, and just walk around. Like, go, go by Hayes Valley. Like, that's a good, that is a, that is a day. That's a just, long day. It's a long day, but you're walking. Like that's what I tell people to do in any major city: is just walk seven miles in a day. Stop at the best restaurants wherever you're hungry. Go on Yelp and find the best thing around you, and and eat and drink and go to bed. I just feel like too, if you're coming to San Francisco, though, don't it, depending on how much time you have, don't spend it all in San Francisco. There's a lot of cool places around San Francisco to see. Yeah, Sunnyvale. No, no, not Sunnyvale. Nope, nope. But Wrong. there's a lot of. What's your favorite thing to do in Sunnyvale? Hmm. My Sleep. apartment. No, when no, you actually no, when go you outside, when you leave, is there, is there a Benihana's inside? When the there? invisible demon guards outside of your apartment let you walk outside, <laughs> there's a Benihana at Cupertino. <laughs> what do you do in Sunnyvale? <sighs> Sleep. No, I, okay. no. What do you do for? I go like, to Caltrain. He goes to movies. That's what they do. They go to movies sometimes. You watch movies sometimes. You sit in a dark. You know room what? I'm, I'm, I'm being to something better. I'm kind of being. Sarcastic because Sunnyvale, there isn't a whole lot of like, ooh, like attractive stuff in Sunnyvale. Except yeah. for a haunted just, Toys R Us. There is, yeah, and it's just a garbage Toys R Us. What's your favorite mall in, in the San Jose area? Uh, Valley Fair, Westfield Valley Fair. What about, what about that one? Uh, only... What about that spooky one that has the, the nerds have taken over? What? Have you been to that one? The Mall what? of Milpitas? There's, there's a spooky. I just yeah, think Valco? Nerd mall. You know Valco. Oh, Valco. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a terrible mall. So Valco is a terrible mall. That's one of the, that's the mall that you walk into, and it's just there's like three people walking around, and when's everything's last, closed. When's the last and there's time you like went there? Burger King. Huh? When's the last time you went there? I don't know. When Jurassic Park or Jurassic World opened? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. There's a movie theater, and that's the one saving grace. There's of this that. There's that. Sad there's a comic mall. shop there. Mm-hmm. There's a comic shop yeah, there, legends. and like. The yeah. the denizens of the comic shop have somehow bled out into like the main <laughs> concourse, and it's become this like weird kind of like it, it's it's like a little little society where there's just like there's there's nerds everywhere, like these nerds Listen have taken over a mall. There's, there's nerds. I mean, there might there might people, you know, yeah. but like damn right. It's also just kind of like it's it's kind of weird because I'm like I don't go to the mall a lot. I'm like if if this, this you, kind of I just thing made out with a nerd. I do like I do like that we that we totally we do identify with nerds as our people more than we do with anybody else. Yeah, I mean I'm going to I'm having a board game date tomorrow. Yeah. So 
pussy. With, with my friends. We're going to go get a tiki, video game. We're going to drink drinks at the tiki bar and then play board games. What are you going to play? What are you going to play? What are you going to play? Instead of winter. Sorry. Yes. So. See, I haven't, I haven't been able to, excellent to, to, game. to make that. That's an that, excellent game. That board game leap, I don't know why I yeah, haven't been able to do it. I don't like to do it either, but it's sometimes a fun way to hang out with someone, because if we do it with video games, we won't talk, so board game, we just talk a bunch of shit. It's like the equivalent of getting together to play poker with your friends, right? But we don't want to play poker. That's, so. what, that's what this podcast is. Yeah. Yeah, but I do it with other yeah. people, too. Yeah. So, um, Luis asks. Luis, thank he says, you. He says, hello, guys. I wanted your opinions on listening to the podcast in public. And so I don't understand. With hold on. With tweaked says, audio headphones. Do you guys recommend it or believe it's a bad idea? I recently listened to episode 180 and got some weird looks at me for it. So I don't understand what he's saying. If he's being one of those assholes who walks around listening to stuff on his phone over the speaker really loud, now you're dumb. Like, I fucking hate that. I mean, but you should, I mean you shouldn't do that with anything. But in terms you shouldn't of, with anything. In terms of listening to something that elicits an emotion out of you where you are in public, then I, I'm fine with it. Like, I've, I've walked down the street not listening to a single thing, cracking up over a joke I remember. Like, yeah. there, I, and I talked about one on the show a few weeks ago with you, Scott. We, and we talked about it on the Patreon episode, right? <laughs> yeah. And then this actually happened to me. It happened to me with Max the other day where I, Max and I got on the plane coming back from LA and we were just delirious, <laughs> tired, and kind of drunk. And we, were, we had to go to fucking piece of shit Wolfgang Puck's trash restaurant. That fucking asshole. <laughs> Can I talk, talk about that for a minute? Yes. Um, yeah, so we went to Wolfgang Puck's asshole trash restaurant. <laughs> what a fucking piece of shit. That, like, we give Guy Fieri a lot of shit because he's in your face about it. Wolfgang Puck, just as bad. Are you talking about Spago or are you talking about, like, this? No, I'm talking about one. Wolfgang a, yeah. Puck's restaurant at LAX. And it was whatever. Okay. It was a fucking restaurant. But the thing it's is, it's a restaurant in an airport. They were, tr- exactly. It was with a, a restaurant. With the name of a celebrity chef above <laughs> it. In an airport, which. Could have totally just done the thing where it's like, oh, we make a burger, we make a salad, we make a sandwich. Like, they, they, and it the, could have just been called like Stars Lee's Restaurant, and they the could have been like Wolfgang Puck's totally normal, don't fuck everything up restaurant. But instead, they were like, it's Wolfgang Puck's. Here's a there's a goblin in the back of this of this building who goes <laughs> in and ruins everything. <laughs> Fucking uh, the the guy from Ghostbusters two who retouches the paintings and resurrects Vigo. <laughs> yeah. That man is is, is, the, yeah. is the waiter. He is there. Yeah. Um, Peter McNichol is in the back of the restaurant. Call the police. <laughs> the restaurant. Uh-huh. And it's like we were. T- we. I mean, like, look. I don't want to get into this too much again. We've talked about this on the show before. Guy Fieri is obviously an easy target. He's a sore spot because like we ran the joke into the ground and it came back to haunt us. Yeah. So it's knuckle puck time. <clears throat> yeah. Knucklebook time. Piece but, of shit, Wolfgang Puck. You fucking put M&Ms in a goddamn but, Rice Krispies. And my That's prob- fine. My problem is not with famous chefs. It's with celebrity chefs. It's these assholes that like take their ability to cook and then run it into the ground and then haunt places all over the world with their name. And I saw the same thing. I like I, I, I got, back from, got back from L.A. and I went to... I was like, you know what? I'm going to take my wife to Carmel for the weekend. We're going to have a nice, relaxing vacation. Going to get away from everything. We're in the middle of nowhere at this beautiful little bed and breakfast. And right next door is this restaurant. And it's just like Country Tavern Inn or whatever. Where it's like the entire menu is a whisper. Mm-hmm. And there's just like fonts. And they're all like curly and papyrus. soft. And three, yeah, papyrus is so soft. And three-fourths of the way through the menu is a fucking picture of Guy Fieri. Like he got a gun and put it to their heads. And he was oh. like, hey, motherfuckers, it's time. And it says like... 
in guy's the, gonna eat here. Guy guy's was, eating here tonight. It was guy's like, gonna eat here. Guy came here once and he haunted us. And now our fucking we have one whole square on the menu that's kicking jalapeno cheddar chicken bombs and buttfucker butt digests. Oh. And it's it's just like he's there and everything that's on the menu above it is listed again, but with all of his half fucking, a hamburger bun with the yeah. word fuck written on it and ketchup. Hey, you guys want suck dicks? You guys want some haphazard hash browns like shit that's just like why are you doing Hot this? Dogs arranged in the shape of a swastika. And you can uh. tell, you could tell somebody was just like, hey, guy ate here once. We have to, you know, sales are down this month. And I know we've tried this country crock bullshit for 40 years and it's paid off to varying degrees. But year over year, we are losing money. We got to bring in like the food TV crowd and like, let's really drag him to the pits here. And fucking Wolfgang Puck, who's a guy who was one time in a kitchen, German as fuck, like making a beautiful sauce, is now just like, fuck it, you're at the airport. Suck my dick. <laughs> and it's awful. Well, it's so awful. We order burgers. Like, yeah. We're like, we're like, we, the we simplest just, food in, wanna, in the world. How, like the question. I can fuck that up. The question, <laughs> how do you fuck that up was answered so very, very eloquently. <laughs> this thing shows up and Brian goes. It is just actually ham. Brian goes. And burgers. This looks like a pile of hats. <laughs> <laughs> and it's this fucking weird thing. It really looks like, like, it looked like somebody brought a lid store. It to looks our like a table. fucking, it looks like a Tuscan sombrero or something and just this weird Max, round saucer. Max said it looked like a turtle. Like it's just <laughs> it was, like a you, bread turtle with like the meat inside is you, a third the size of the if bread. If you ever look at those, if you ever look at like a like a handbook of turtles, I don't know why you would do that, but let's pretend. Mm-hmm. And there's those turtles that look less cool than the regular ones and they're like, you're like, they're, they're kind of weird and albino looking. They look like uncircumcised penises. Yep. It looks like one of those. It's like, got kind of the weird. Like, if, if you took off the bottom bun, it would have looked like a really short, really dark skinned guy cosplaying as Raiden. <laughs> <laughs> like, where there's just yeah. a cone. <laughs> of Regardless bread. of how it looked, it was good though. No! No, it was awful and it fell if apart. They were, if they were trying to protect the hamburger, like the meat itself <laughs> from being eaten, the bun was doing a great job. Yep. Uh, and they covered it up with like pickle slaw and all this other shit. And we were just mad at this hamburger because we were like, we just want to eat a fucking, it's just, it's a hamburger. And this like, lady, this fucking hamburger. This lady next to us ordered a, uh, a plate of spaghetti that looked like it came from like, a, like a fucking war torn meal packet type of thing where they were just like, like an fucking, MRE. Like an MRE. It looked like an MRE. Yeah. But you had to like, on a rock yeah. in, in baking soda water or whatever. So we're just like, this, this is the fucking worst. And we have like two vodka sodas and it takes an hour to get our checks and an hour to get a table. And we're just drunk and tired and they keep <clears throat> delaying our flight. And we get on the plane. I'm delirious. I'm about to fall asleep. And the captain's like, we're going to put on a movie. Blah, blah. And Max turns over and he looks at me and he goes, and today's in-flight dog will be BJ, the golden retriever. And I fucking... <laughs> 45... 45-minute 40, flight from LA to San Francisco. I laughed for 21 straight minutes, and then I passed out, and then I woke up and I laughed for five more days. Five straight days of me being Look like... Look at me right now! I'm like... 
Because like, I, I just, it, first of all, it's a great joke. Second of all, it's incredibly visual. And I just kept thinking about like this woman who hated being there being like, here's your fucking plain dog. And this dog comes out and he's just got this shitty tarp over him with like a pitch, like a silhouette of wings on the side. And he's just like, oh. and everyone's like, I want to pet him. Why don't I have a fucking aisle seat so I can fucking pet the dog? You know and I somebody think? at the window is like, I have to pet a dog if I'm on a plane. And someone else is like, I'm allergic. And there was a fucking film in my head off of this dumb joke and it's why like that is the fucking most important thing than moral to me i just picture like those outfits they make uh like like japanese safety teachers wear (laughs) where they're they're like there's an earthquake and somebody shows up and they look like one of those little helmet guys from Mega Man. oh yeah but they come out they're like come on we have to go and they've got like this airport like traffic cones and they're just like come on everybody let's let's go this way japan is a a scared dog and it's it's, it's comet from full house with a plastic helmet falling off his head it was playing completely different (laughs) in my head that i don't know if you've ever seen that viral video of like this golden retriever hop do it dancing for like a good 45 everyone has seen legs everyone has seen the dancing dog so i i picture that dog wearing a captain suit (laughs) going down that's not bj that's not bj with that stupid stupid golden retriever smile no that's 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 barley i was gonna say that's sophisticated starsky starsky and barley the you know twin capitanos who come only first class gets starsky and barsky i love the idea like, I, put, I picture him still going up the aisle, even as the plane is <laughs> taking off. And when the plane lifts its nose up, he what just is happening right falls now? backwards. No, there's like... The, the cool thing about a dog is you put him on his hind legs and he will, he actually will push a cart down a hallway covered in snacks without thinking about it. And he might steal like a Pringles cane every now and then and just be like, rough. And everyone's just like, I want to fucking pet that dog. And they're like, don't pet the dog. He's a money dog. Get to put your money in his purse. Oh, it's the best. I, I fucking, I love the idea of an in-flight dog. Oh, I think there should be more things that have dogs. Every time I can't take our dog to someplace, it makes me sad. So we will specifically target businesses that we can take our dog. I took my to dog see. to a bar. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah d- dogs can usually I go got, to I got bars. shit house drunk with my dog. <laughs> really? Cool. Then I went, I went on Bart and a German family pet him. <laughs> Did I ever tell and you guys? I got it, and then I called a I called a lift, and I was like on my way out to to meet it or whatever, or like an Uber or whatever. And the lady called me, and I was like, "We're on our way out." We get in there, and I'm just like hammered drunk with this dog in a backpack, and I just get in. She's like, "Oh." You meant we like me and a dog, and I was like, "Is that okay?" And she's like, "Yeah, it's all right." <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys that when I, I lived, I, I lived in New Jersey. My brother spent an entire summer with his drunk friends in high school, trying to convince me to let our, take our family dog to uh, a diner and pretend he was a seeing eye dog. <laughs> And I was like, you know, you have to pretend you're blind the entire time. They're like, yeah, we just really want to get this dog into a, a restaurant <laughs> and have him sit down next to us and have us order more drinks and they'd have to deal with it. Uh, Dogs are great. Beautiful. Animals are great in general. They are. Just take you to put a, buy a $5 vest off of Amazon that says, uh, you know, like wow. service dog God, and Anthony. take it wherever That's you want. That's true. My dad does that with his dog sometimes. And he's not even a service dog? No. He just has does, he dog him, does he take him to the movies with his his friend? To he watch? Just, my dad takes his dogs pretty much wherever he wants with That's those so vests. Cool. People, I think, I think a fun prank would be to attach those vests to really vicious feral dogs. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just said oh, that'd be hilarious, Max. <laughs> but I mean, like, just to see like this just scary, a bunch of rabid dogs, this, this scary, like, sc- like scary Brazilian street fighting dogs that are just roaming around. <laughs> People are like, "Oh, what's wrong? Where's what happened to your guy?" And the dogs, <laughs> you're like, "Is there trouble? What's going on?" You're clearly you're you're certified to do something because according to your vest, you know what's a cool animal fact that I'll take us out on the show with <laughs> is that. uh I learned this last week that tigers are totally big ass pussies. Like they'll only they will kill. people. I mean, yeah, it's that's that's in their name, isn't they it? They will kill people and they will eat people. Okay, this is a common thing. Like it happens all over the place. In oh India. yeah, they're they're just they're just weaklings. But but <laughs> they are they are though because in India the way that they solved uh, the tigers eating all these dudes that were trying to tear down its home in the forest is they made Baloo and Mowgli fight them in the no they just started wearing masks on the back of their head so the tiger will never attack them if it thinks that it's they're looking at him what a fucking idiot so he's just always like ah oh, they're always looking at me so I can't attack nothing so that's that's my that's your little factoid for the week defeat tigers so they're not cowards they're just really stupid they just they just don't want to have a fair fight you know that's what I'm saying well wow. that just sounds in their line of work where they are the predators, that just sounds smart. Don't go find a tiger. Find a donkey. That's what I'm trying to tell you. This is why, uh, you know what? If you live in a country that has tigers in it, just wear a mask on the back of your head. You'll be okay. Get an entire full body tattoo of yourself on the back of your body. <laughs> and that way no one will ever sneak up on you. Your and dog's do, so ugly. If you shave its mouth, it can teach it to walk backwards. It can be admitted. Yep. So that's a fact. Like that's a fact for you. Go. Your dog's so ugly. If you shave it, it looks like bad furniture your butt's like a dog that if you put a dog in it backwards it'll look like a man's mouth <laughs> if you're interested in adopting a donkey you can help me do that by go to patreon.com no comedy button. no you're not using your patreon money to buy a donkey you idiot adopt it's not buying it's adopting wait oh, does that mean you can give back it's giving a forever home to buy a, a donkey uh, a forever on, home on second to a donkey note, is called a hole in the ground i want to let's let's help anthony get a donkey yeah have you have you been in the site donk starter which is it's a, a crowdsourced <laughs> I'm gonna have the house of ass. <laughs> so just a bunch of ass. Donate a dollar a month to Donkey on. Okay. Um, we'll get- but no, it's patreon.com slash comedy button again, you know, for a dollar you get two episodes a month and there are tiers that do more than that if you're interested. But seriously, it's it is crazy that we do two episodes a month that are the same show that everyone likes to listen and only like 5,000 people listen to it. Yeah. Two episodes it's kinda, a month. It's kind of a it's the best kept secret in podcasting. It's uh horrifically How much is it? Oh. I said it was a dollar, you dumb fucker. A dollar for two episodes. Yeah, even even when you pretend to be a salesman, you're a bad liar. You're real. I am. I really am. Yeah. Not only am I the cool president, I'm also a a popular scholar at at the Ryan would definitely be that person if we had to have a a hand turkey LLC uh, commercial go up. That we'd he'd be like, I'm doing it. I'm the president. We'd put him on there, and then we'd be like. Fuck. Yeah, we had Ryan do an ad read tonight. It was like if you put a dollar sign at the end of the word, huh? I don't, I don't think you're ever going to hear that ad read. No. No. Um, it was good, though. Yeah, go now check- they're going to want it because you yeah. can't just say you can't it have it. Excellent. Go check that out. You can send your letters into podcast at comedybutton.com. That's right. You can send your letters to us at podcast at comedybutton.com. Aneurysms are cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you can find us all on Twitter. I'm at Chuff Money. Brian's at Agent Bizzle. Scott's at Scott underscore Bromley. Ryan's at Rye Dog. And Max yeah. is at Max Scoville. That's right. If you go to IGN.com, you can listen to the podcast beyond about PlayStation video games that Brian and Max do. Well, we Yo, did, if you we did hear... a very special one this week. Yeah. Uh, if you want to hear me and Brian being drunker than usual... 
we did a three and a half hour long Beyond episode live from E3. So. With, with 20 special guests from all over the Including industry. Including Arthur Geese, Anthony Carboni, Troy Baker, uh, Mitch Plenty Dyer. Of of the show. But that was two weeks ago. Uh, this week you guys did the live one. No one knows what week one. it is. That's right. Uh, who knows? Okay. We ta- I right. time travel constantly. Either way. It's, uh, 389, or 398.5. The moral of the story is if you're one of those people, bath. If, if you if you're one of those people that works at a job where they let you wear headphones, we have stuff to put inside them for hours and hours and hours and hours. And then you can go to Geekbox and check out the Geekbox, the podcast that Ryan does where he actually talks. And uh, you can go to you can check out Rebel FM. It's a podcast I do on uh, about video games. You can find that on iTunes as well. And then just go we'll go watch Star Wars. Yep, go watch a Star Wars. And uh, with that, we're going to leave you. We love you. And we hope that you will help us and support us on Patreon. And look out for BJ, the airplane dog. Good luck with Star War. <laughs> it's BJ, the airplane dog. For 4,000 years, BJ has been flying in the air. No one's ever shot him down yet. Americans keep trying to rob the planes of the precious, precious dogs. Who's a good but boy? no one's having it. A good boy is you. Put your paws up in the air, because this plane's never landing on all fours like a dog does. One of BJ's eyes don't work just right. Can you guess which one? If you do, you get a pack of airline peanuts. Don't open them during the flight, though, because someone in coach has an allergy. Our whole plane's gone to the dogs. Well, just one dog. Name BJ. It's not a blowjob. It's ex- it's really do- a dog. Those of you in coach will get to experience Eccles. He's from Jack Russell Terrier. He catches a frisbee. Please don't throw it during the flight, though. <laughs> One lucky rider on this plane ride will get to ride a different airline ride with with uh, Mike Tyson's dog, who's on his way to go to be put to death. Have you ever seen those tall dogs that look like great Danny Rat boys? Well, we're gonna put one right inside your lap in first class if you're a lucky boy. A good a good fact about the greyhounds is they can't fly in planes because of lobbying. If you're allergic gr- to dogs, then you'll probably be dead by the end of this flight. A greyhound is a bus, not an airplane. Uh, here comes Lapples the poodle. He's going to run as fast as he can from aisle to aisle for six and a half whole hours. In other different countries around the world, they have other kinds of dogs in the planes. Sometimes we land in some countries where they eat dogs and they don't come back. A Greek airplane company was recently charged with great fines because they had a goose on the plane. <laughs> That's not a dog. Greece? Greece geese? Who knows? Not me. God damn it. Special thanks to BJ for overcoming the canine diabetes. Don't play Wu-Tang to animals. They'll kill them. Damn, that, is that wetter than usual? There might be a leak. Yeah, there <laughs> might be a leak. We should call a plumber because that's what drowning wet. sounds maybe like. We should yeah. call <laughs> Andy, maybe we should call Andy Sitz. Do we know who made this song? Uh, I think it might have been Zach Miller. Actually, no, it was Mitch Dyer. We want to thank you, Mitch, Mitch Dyer. Mitch Dyer hasn't done shit. Bro. Thank you, Mitch Dyer. Thanks, Mitch, you piece of shit. I fucking, fucking love Mitch. you, Canadian fuck. <laughs> did he pay us in loonies or actual American dollars? He actually just poured a, a bag of you know who did brown pay us sugar with, on my desk. You know who did pay us with uh, dollars? Andy Webb and Adam Kosowicz and Brian Kershinger and Matthew Deary and Judog. Judog? Yeah, Judog. J-Dog. J-Dog's cool. Uh, Jacob Walden. <laughs> 
Christian Michael. I worked Michael. at Jacob Walton Books. <laughs> Christian Michaels and Nick. Oof, Martin. Thank you. There's a lot oh, yeah, of Christian Michaels out there. Thank Michael you. Michael Hitson. Yeah, I think. Motherfucker said. Michael Hitson Quitson. Megan Lynch. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, she might be a girl. It's not. Nice. Tom Schneider in the morning. Bobby Kotrick. Julius. Oh, Bobby Kotrick. Motherfucker Kenton said thank Lodo. you. Keith Ferris. KO Thank you right inside your titty hole. Raffaella Chillo. I pulled up in the car blasting a song and told you to get inside and give me some sloppy ass head because we're late for the movie Congo. It's on a discount theater down the street, baby. Motherfucker said thank you. Stephen August Whiteman. Blake Barnett. Olympia Maxinex. Maxim Guadet Blias. Zachary Rotello. Charles Brandom. Rob Dirksen. Chris Jaspers, Adam Gilbert, Caitlin Herple, Harrison Stanley, Brandon Karens, Bernardo Sandoval, Gabriel Carreo, and Victor Cruel, and Alex Hampton. The Comedy Button is executive produced by Dale Mulcahy, Jamie Gordon, Don Grote, Brent Allen, Adam Bond, Kyle Leyland, Michael Taylor, David Hay, Mandy Zerath, Gabriel Alejandro Nino, Curtis Ruska, and Alex Oldhauser!